BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday post toastween. We're still riding that high. Hello, Ryan. Oh, oops. I mean, Jackie. It's hard to tell the difference. We're so simpatico. And erotico. And hypnotico. But the Ryan energy is so underrated because he's really like, you know, he's like that loyal brother, but he's also a shit starter. He's like very crafty. Gaslighter. And I really enjoyed my time as Ryan. You know, I give it all to Toast a Week. You do. Once a year, every year, I leave it all on these couches with my method acting. And it's not something that I have any desire to do more than once, once a, year. a year. But I do love to give my all to the show. And everybody loved the episode. Everybody loved High School Musical 4. They should definitely reboot that one. Ryan and Sharpay start a podcast. I feel very relieved. Like Halloween is like a big thing for us. We always want to like top the year before. I feel so at peace with our decision to do Ryan and Sharpay. You know, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to play. Uh-huh. And I feel like this huge weight. And now I really feel like we're in the holiday season. Like it's fucking no. freezing today. And yesterday, like I know everybody else was celebrating November 1st. Like Rachel we Parcell got her tree up. Mariah, I watched her whole life. Mariah was smashing pumpkins. Uh-huh. But yesterday for me was still Halloween because we were in toast to ween mood because of like, you know, the, the scheduling. And now today is my November 1st. Like right. If we had trees, we would put them up today bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, so excited for the holiday season. I feel like I can really let it start to sink in. And that's how you all probably felt yesterday. And it's never too late to feel like it's November 1st. Do you think that it's an appropriate time to start listening to the Jackie Ho 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 playlist? I do. I would say November 1st is the appropriate time. And actually, I know that I said I would be listening to Kelly Clarkson's album when it came out on October 15th, but I haven't listened yet because it just didn't It wasn't feel, the right time. It wasn't the right time and you don't want to force these things. No. No, no. But now you can start. Now I can start. I'm, I need to, you know, make a plan. I want to, you know what I want to do? Maybe this is part of like my nesting and maybe I've graduated from chili. How many chilies can you make in one? month I mean I literally made a vat of chili and I was forced to eat it for lunch and dinner every single day I had it for dinner last night too like it's like enough I had chili for lunch yesterday no and like it's a fun process but like then I have all this chili and I have to eat it no totally so I think I want to try and bake something Mm, that's good so I need to get like baking tins I don't have baking tins even if it's just like Peel and stick or whatever no, they call it. No, no, no. I, I'm going to, I think. Scratchio? Scratchio. And you know what? I'm in the mood to bake. You're going to like yuck my yums, of course. Carrot cake. Carrot cake. You're kidding. That's sick and twisted. So unsupportive. Why would anyone put vegetables in a dessert? Like, really? I don't understand. I guess if you didn't want to be supportive, then you would. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm not supportive <laughs> at all. Like, I was going to come over and eat your delicious treats, but not that. Okay. Well, that's Can you just- make like a, I don't know, like a a pie or like 
literally anything else. That's like the one pastry I refuse to eat. I don't know. I want to or make- Also, I don't fuck with banana bread. I've never made a banana bread. I, I just am having the itch for carrot cake, to make carrot cake. Like, I, I don't want to make a pie necessarily. Seems like a lot of, you know, cutting of apples. I feel like, okay, fine. Why don't you make, like, homemade cookies, like, from scratch? Mm, you could just do slice and bake. They're so delicious. Okay, I just feel like there are other things you can make. We'll take suggestions. I'm feeling, like, so good about my decision. So... Dew will come over. You guys, Dew is here today. I haven't seen him in so long. I know. He was literally yelping as we left the door. Like, he knew exactly where he was going. I couldn't even get his leash on. He was like... (laughs) (coughs) It's been a long few weeks for Dew, but now he's back in the saddle. He's back to work. He's going to help you at Auntie make a carrot cake. And okay, thank you. That's that's my plan. You'll be fine. Mm. Walk it off. Oh, my God. Choked on my own saliva. Mm. I'm sorry, what were we saying? I wasn't listening. I was gasping for air. Just talking about my excitement for my plans of making carrot cake, nesting yeah. Now things. I'm kind of like, maybe I should bake something. The Great British, <laughs> the great British Bake Off. Yeah, what are you going to bake? Like something fattening and delicious. Yeah, maybe make like a chocolate cake. Or like maybe like, maybe the, like we would like layer, like a real like, cake. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm like excited. <laughs> Not just like from the box in a pan yeah no like i'd make two different cakes layer them frost them that's what the carrot cake is but yes for your cake honestly i just really don't feel like i can do any of this while i'm still in my apartment i can't explain it like and i have no plans to to actually get out but you know when you reach the end of your time in an apartment and you refuse to do anything Mm -hmm. that's where i'm at i refuse to put my clothes away (sighs) olivia came over and she's like what the fuck happened to your apartment and i'm like it was no bueno. It was outgrown. Yeah, and she's like, everything's broken. I'm like, I know. Like, why would I fix it? I don't. I don't plan on living here for much longer. But you'll be living there for a long time. You won't be seeing the snow by Christmas. Just stop. I know. Barring some Christmas miracle, you I won't know. be seeing the snow by Christmas. I actually saw Brian last night. He was asking me, and actually, seeing Brian's apartment. He just got a new place in the city. Really invigorated my. He will not only see the snow. He You're will see. Just like the girl who cried, new apartment. So and I think we're all just sort of. No, I don't think so. At the end of our road. So I was telling Brian journey. why I was having. You're not serious. You're not a. By serious the way, I check. Girl. I look every day. You're not a serious. No, girl. but what Brian said to me, he's like, I told him exactly what I was looking for. He was like, you literally need to double your rent. Like, and he's like, just do it. I'm like, it's not about what you can spend. It's about what you're willing to spend on rent. Like, it's just, it's such silliness, you know. Yes, it is because you're like flushing money down the drain. You'll never get that money back. But your home is also the most important part of your life. So both arguments could be made. I really thought my budget was way high. And he was like, I was like embarrassed to tell him. You're just not a serious girl. Can you stop saying that? Come back when you're serious. I'm fucking serious. Just because like I don't, you haven't found anything doesn't mean I'm not literally, I spend every waking moment of my life on Street Easy. Okay. I I do. I think I found a building I want to live in. Okay. That's a good start. Yeah. It seems reasonably priced. There's not a lot of outdoor space, but of all the things I'm will I want in my apartment, that's one I'm willing to give up. It's cold now. Like yeah, and I got all hot and excited during the warm warm months, but you're never gonna use it ever, ever. Because most people don't. I had a balcony at my and you previous apartment won't. Yeah, no, never. So I think you can say goodbye to that. Yeah, no. There's certain things of non-negotiable, but that's definitely one I could just toss aside. Great. Yeah. That's progress. That's getting serious. By the way, I'm also willing to toss aside a second bedroom. Like, that's how fucking nuts I am, okay? Okay. I'm serious. I'm committed, and I, I really am upset that you don't think I'm committed. I need you to prove your commitment. <clears throat> how? By getting an apartment? I yep. would love to. Yep. No, I, okay. You seem serious now. You were really dilly-dallying there. I just want to say I don't have COVID. I'm, like, still choking from that experience, but I think I'm okay now. Okay. Let us know. Keep us posted. 100%. 
Um, so we have a great show for you today. We have Dear Toasters. It's Tuesday. We've got the stories. Nothing was on TV last night for our show, but I did watch the new episode of Succession. And after binge watching everything, it really is frustrating to watch them episodically. I, I know. don't know if I'm going to go on because I'm not invested anymore. Like I'm just, you know. It was a good episode though. It was a good episode because um, Kendall was such a fucking Kendall loser. Kendall was an embarrassment and yeah. we absolutely loved to see him getting his ass handed to him. But it's a bed of his own <clears throat> making. Oh my God, I'm still Girly. Tripping, I'm sorry. Girly girl. I'm really sorry. If you Can you just move my mic for one second so I can just like let it out? Oh, let it out over there. <laughs> so if you watch Succession, I am still Team Logan. Don't come for me. I mean, you maybe if you had a fucking company that you built, you would know what it's like to run a company and not just try and steal one when you get a little bored. No, Kendall is the biggest fucking loser of all time. I cannot believe. Not only are like there are people out there who are Team Kendall, I'd say the majority of viewers are Team Kendall. I... The 75% of my audience is Team Kendall, which is shocking. I did a poll yesterday, too, and it was similar results, and I'm just like, what? Because, like, you have... I just can't. Like, honestly, like, it's... Sh- First of all, lest we not forget, spoiler alert, he's a murderer. Second of all, he's just, like, such a loser. Like, he's not even... He's not innovative. He's not smart. He's he not does- a killer. He doesn't have instincts. Anytime he's ever fucked something up for the family, it's because he had to go to someone to ask them what to do and he couldn't keep something private because he couldn't make the decision for himself. He is not a leader. He is nothing of the sort. No, and he doesn't actually, like, want to make a change. That's what Siobh- Siobhan is, like, the one who I think has, like, the strongest moral compass. And, like, she's the one who's just really going to do the thing that best serves society and like the victims and when she went to Kendall to be like you know we could really make a change from the inside like he doesn't care like that's not why he's doing this no and like he's not like a whistleblower for the right reasons in the beginning of the show when he talks about like his plans for the company in the five minutes where he had control and he talks about like all the lifeboats and how they're gonna be like disruptors and innovators and he's using like all these buzzwords that Mm -hmm. don't mean anything I'm like you are a phony he is Aussie media that's him. Yes! That's him. He has no real ideas. Like, nothing that generates income. Like, the one acquisition that, that he, he brought did. in was, like, such an epic failure. No, it's a no for me, dog. Totally. Um, we also have Dear Toasters today, which is just always an exciting day to give out delicious advice. Mm-hmm. And the past five. And I think that's it, right? No TV, no nothing else. Nope. Um, just Theo's presence radiating positive energy throughout all of our bones. Yeah. Happy to see the do here. And so I think without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Think your holiday spread is good? It's time to give thanks to the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. So if you are looking for something to get for your significant other, a brother, a dad during the holiday season, check out Manscaped. They've got all the best men's grooming products. They have great accessories like travel bags. They have great um, like skincare. They have great electronics. Ben uses the razor all the time. If you have a dad with a hairy nose or a boyfriend who just want to like send the message like, hey, trim your ears. Manscaped will do it all for you. So it's really a gift for you and for them. Um, Also, for the gifters out there, Manscaped is sealing the deal with two free gifts from their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So if you get that package, you'll get Boxers and the Travel Bag, which Ben has the Travel Bag. It's very elegant. It's really big. It packs really nicely. Um, 
We also have a discount, 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Okay, our first story, a little young Hollywood flame has fizzled. Outer Banks stars Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein break up after one year together. Page Six can confirm that the couple has broken up. Chase and Madeline are not together anymore, a source shared. It's no secret among those who know them that they broke up. A second insider revealed that things got rocky between Chase and Madeline in September, and they were openly talking to friends about the breakup in October. Yes. They, I. If, like, if you're a sleuth, you've known this. Yeah. They both star on Outer Banks, which up until now was a great show because the two main characters were in love on the show and in real life. And now, like everything else, I expect the show to go downhill because... John B. and Sarah's relationship, like love for each other is what holds the show together. Otherwise, it's just two warring tribes, really. And so if we don't sense that deep connection anymore, the show, I'm sorry, it's not going to be the same. No, you know what? Like, this isn't good. Like, not to be like a downer or pessimist, but like the show will ultimately be affected by this. Um, but again, like how many great seasons do you get out of a show? You know, we got two really great seasons. Maybe we should just be grateful for that. And Not that the show's going to end. You know what? Maybe they already filmed the third one before the breakup. That would be great, would but be, I don't think so. It's possible because it's a very like summery show. So That's I true. think they do have to film in the warm weather. That is true. And season two came out a while ago. It was good too. And they probably knew they were going to do. I think there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. We got one more good season. Well, so she has been like gallivanting, being a gal about town, going to like Paris Fashion Week. I saw she was spotted like dancing with Ross Butler from um, like everything Teeny Bopper. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a cute couple. I mean, it will be really interesting because, you know, those two got famous so fast and were dating each other the whole time. So they've never been out in like the celebrity dating pool. And there's so many fabulous young men and women in Hollywood for them to choose from. And honestly, we could get down about this or we could also get excited about the prospective partners of both of them. They're both so good looking, so famous, young Hollywood. No, that that is exciting. I just feel like they were a couple that it's like that. I get more excited about them as a couple than their potential ships that they could sail off into because, you know, they could wind up with people we don't know. People we don't like. People we don't know, for sure. You know? That's worse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, so, I mean, we'll see. Like, I I mean, I don't watch anymore, but the thing that feels most similar to me is, like, Betty and Jughead. Like, are they still dating? Once they broke up in real life, were they still dating on Riverdale? I haven't watched the new season yet because it's so fucking spooky. Um, I will (laughs) let you know. Okay, because, like, that's interesting to me. Like, And I think that they have to still be dating on Riverdale. The show really doesn't work without Bughead because the writers made the decision that Bughead was going to be endgame for the show. Like, not Betty and Archie, not even Varchie. Like, it's going to be Bughead. You can't go back on that five seasons later. So, like, I'm just trying to think, like, in, like, in recent history, like, what other shows... I mean, High School Musical, the musical, the series also comes to mind, but they did stay together dating in the show while also not being together in real life. Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett. And And there's weirdness. You can feel it. The show is, like, not that big of a deal. Right. So I think it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Like, if they really did break up amicably, I don't know how amicably you could break up with someone when you have to, like, go to work and kiss them. Like, it's weird. It's so weird. Hollywood is such a weird place when stuff like that happens. And you know what I always think about? Do you remember that guy from Desperate Housewives who played Edie's husband, Dave? He had, like, the icy blue eyes. He's, like, this random soap actor, and he will not kiss women like that's why he's like not that famous he's only gotten so many roles where people have agreed to not let him not make him kiss his fellow actors or, or actresses because he's married and I think he's like kind of religious and he our sign went out oh yeah. my god no he like doesn't want to 
because it is like a weird it's a weird situation when you're married and then you go to set and you're kissing other other people most actors and actresses just do it but he had drew a line in the sand and said that he wouldn't which I really respect but I was watching the Brittany Murphy documentary and like her whole career is like rom-coms etc and one of the last movies that she did like her husband crazy pants um (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't let her kiss anyone on set and like when she got the part that was obviously part of the part and then she like told the director no I'm not gonna be kissing this actor she like gave him a long hug or something and the director then went to crazy pants husband was like we're gonna recast if right, you obviously. guys like continue this nonsense so crazy pants allowed it so obviously like you would never want your husband to like not tell you to do something but, but if it's a personal choice I think it's a nice choice to make yeah of course of course but when I hear people in Hollywood like talk about it because they get asked all the time like it's a very natural question like you're in a loving relationship and you're literally filming like naked titty sex scenes like is it not weird? Is it not cheating? And every response I've heard from celebrities, like, they normalize it so much. And I guess if you do it enough, it does become normalized. But I'm sorry, like, there are just some things that are not normal. And that's one of them. Like, I, literally consistently making out with the same person. You're on a soap opera. You're on something. And then literally going home and having sex with your husband. Like, sorry, there's something weird about it. I agree. I agree. They're going to tell you it's not weird, but it's just... It's, it's weird. weird. And there's also this new thing where, like, in more, like, art films during sex scenes, the people will actually have sex just to really get... They're lying. It's very, very, very rare, and it's very niche art. I could see it becoming more popular in Hollywood, and I'm just saying, like, things are fucking weird. Most sex scenes, like, they're wearing bits on their bits, and it's, like, you know, it's more mechanical. It's more of, like, a a staged thing. But still, like, your bits are on their bits. Like... It's Bitsy Central. It's It's, Bitsy Von Muffling. It's bit-on-bit crime. It's nuts, okay? Yeah, so I guess it's like hopefully they don't have too many bits in Outer Banks where they got to be bits on bits. Oh, totally. But it's not really that raunchy of a show. It's for kids. Um, it, the relationship is steamy. Yeah, but we've never seen them have sex. Like we, we haven't. No. Okay, that's that's good. Ever. Yeah, it's like really a kids show with a lot of violence. Yeah, and like a lot of storylines that don't fucking make sense, and a lot of people acting like morons. Morons. Are you ready for our next story? Really just wanting to take one moment to acknowledge. I'm very sad about this couple. Like, Yeah, me too. They were like so cute and they seemed so in love. So it's sad. On to the next. No, and you know what? It really makes you think. It really makes you think like you shouldn't date your co-stars. Or at least until like after the show. No, you know what? I think... Yes, obviously this is a possibility. You go two seasons hot and heavy and then the breakup is gut-wrenching. But it's worth it for, I think, like, the time that they must have had together, getting famous together, on this show together, playing romantic partners in real life. They went to the Bahamas. I think that that was probably, like, an amazing two years that you can't, you know... You have to live. You can't let the fear of heartbreak stop you from following your heart. But when you think about, like, the greatest shows, like, most successful, there was none of that. Like, nobody on Friends dated. Nobody on Gossip Girl dated. Like, nobody on... Serena and Dan dated. In In real life? life? Yeah. Oh, they did? For a very long time. Okay, so not that. And OC, Summer, and Seth dated. Yeah, but, like, the OC... No, it's the opposite. No, I don't think it's the opposite. I think that there's something to not... Like, I think Riverdale, like, is trash. That's just because you don't like the show. No, but like ever since like all of that fizzled out, it's like trash. All of what fizzled out? Bughead. You stopped watching a long before time that ago. for sure. But I just think like I think there's a weirdness that you can sense, and like I think you it just, does. I think it does like affect overall shows. Like not even that one specific example. I think that for so, sure. So it's okay for movies, but not for shows. Yeah, movies end. Like no, shows but even go if on. It's a, a series of movies. 
That's a difficult, that's a different question. I mean, we're Kristen Stewart and Edward together for all five movies. I think so. Because that's like the perfect example of like it working out yeah. for the best. And most of the time it's probably not going to work out, but I think it's worth it for those moments of magic. You can't just say, you can't just live in fear, Claude. No, of course not. But I'm just talking about you like as, to a, put your as heart a TV watcher. Would it be best if, like, everyone just let sleeping dogs lie? No. As a TV watcher, it's worth it for the good times. And then, yeah, you know, but, but all shows get bad no matter what happens in the relationship. That's also true. So at least we had those special moments. I'm I'm really here for it. And for these kids, like, this was a lo- once in a lifetime. You know, I'm sure they'll be telling their grandkids about this That's time in true. their life. You know what show had, like, a lot of weird shit going on? I mean, obviously, and still to this day, like, Glee. People were dating. There was also just like weird shit going around on that show, like in general, outside of the relationships. Yeah. So. So I think I stand by, I really do stand by my statement. Like, please don't take your co-stars. But I agree. Like, it is this like once in a lifetime, like, (laughs) thing. (laughs) And I stand by my statement. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them for the time that they had. Don't be sad that's over. Smile because it happened, Madeline and Chase. I'm just like trying to think of one example where like a couple stayed together the whole show, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But I can't. Mm. We'll figure it out. Someone will let us know. Okay, next story. Cardi B will be hosting the 2021 American Music Awards, and she is so excited. On Tuesday, the rapper was announced as the host of the upcoming AMAs. Uh, producers and ABC confirmed in a statement shared with people. She said, when I received the invite to host the AMAs, I was so excited. I'm ready to bring my personality to the AMAs stage. I think that she'll be great. Yeah, me too. She's very funny, very personable. The AMAs are not like a serious award show in terms of like no one like, oh, I won an AMA. Like, it's not the Grammy. So it's all just like a fun thing. And she's going to be excellent at it. It reminds me of like Kelly Clarkson hosting the Billboard Awards. It's like a good award show. It's a great place to, you know, see if you got the chops. Mm-hmm. And I think Cardi will have the chops. That's why I'm, I'm oh, me too. here for this. I think She's a star, like, she through is, and through. But she also has, like, such a great personality that I think it's going to radiate. I think this is a really, really strong choice. It's just yeah. crazy that, like, she probably is among the most nominated. Right. Like, And she's also working the room. So this is what I was going to say, and I would love to hear your take on this. Do you think it's a step down for, like, a celebrity to, like, to host like I was always under the impression that the host is always less famous than the, the people in the room the nominees but that hasn't been the case as of recent like Doja Cat hosted the BMAs obviously Kelly Clarkson so I don't know it's like this weird new thing I don't know if I like it I don't know if I like it either and it is weird when it's like you're supposed to be the person that's celebrated and you're hosting it's not a step down if like you're very much choosing like Cardi there's no question it's not like she's she on the decline like this just seems like a fun project for her so in that light it's not sad yeah but it is weird, don't you think? I like I prefer the days when like comedians or people on the up or on the down would take the job and like they're significantly less famous than the people they're they're discussing. Yeah. Like Cardi B is gonna be like introducing and just talking about her peers. Right, but that also makes it fun. It's it makes different. it cool. I'm not I'm not, not here for it. I don't think I'm here for it. But the idea that, like, these celebrities are just taking over the hosting jobs when it's, like, there are hosts, there are comedians, there are people who are, like, this is their job. Right. Well, that's the other thing. It's, like, I feel like we talk about that a long time. Like, if you're a trained host or, like, you go to school for journalism, like, you want to be an on-air correspondent, like, the eligible jobs for you are just getting fewer and fewer because they're really being taken by influencers, celebrities, people who don't have traditional hosting experience or training yeah I wouldn't even be offended by influencers doing it because some influencers like it's their dream too right to be Juliana you know no not offended I'm just I'm just it's interesting to point out that like 
the job, like when I was in communications classes, like every girl, like what's your dream job? The next Juliana Rancic, everyone. And now it's like, good luck. Yeah. Whatever happened to Laverne Cox? She was doing... She was the next Juliana, right? They, like, yeah, but she... it ha- Red Carbon Season hasn't started. I feel like we reported on that a long time ago, no? We reported on it like at the end of last Red Carpet right. Season, and now it hasn't. Like, it comes back in like January, February. So okay. we'll see her then. Cool. Are you excited? For Laverne. Oh, yeah. I don't really like... I like watching red carpet shows, um, but I don't really notice the interviewers. And actually, I think that's good. They're not meant to be noticed. They're not meant to be noticed. So we'll see how Laverne does. Yes. Okay, next story, a little Bravo celebrity romance news. Summer House stars Carl and Lindsay are sparking dating rumors. I mean, this is just weird, because like, if you're watching the show now, it's like, who? She's like obsessed with Austin. Yeah. Lindsay Hubbard and Carl Radke had fans in a tizzy on social media over the weekend after posting an intimate Halloween photo dressed as Baby and Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. They held each other close while mimicking the iconic movie poster. So there's like whispers that these two are dating. I don't... I saw a video of someone from entertainment tonight like fully asking them and they like they said like no we don't have anything to say but like they're obviously dating okay i don't know the history i don't think they're i mean i don't know the history did they ever date on summer house no but i think people have just been like rooting for them like quietly like she's she's okay you know what i actually when i was watching winter house i had this thought she's like the type of girl who says like she's not like other girls like she loves hanging out with the guys like her guys are her best friends and so she's really been best friends with really every guy forever um and that includes carl but carl's in this like new place um he's sober you know his brother passed away last season he's been through a lot and he's in this like new i think really fresh good headspace and the thing with Lindsay, and i i actually really like her when i first started watching the show i didn't get her she's a lot and I fully get her now, and I think she's hilarious. But I don't know if she's the best person for Carl right now. Because mm. she's still this, like, crazy gal. I mean, you see her on Winter House. She loves yeah. to drink. And that's why we love her, and she's hilarious. I don't know if it's the best match for him in, in the current headspace that he's in. Interesting. Interesting. Do you think, like, she could be in a different headspace than where she was on Winter House? Of course. We never know. Yeah. Because it was filmed. A while ago. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really interesting. I think it's great for the show. I think with the absence of Vanderpump Rules, I think Summer House is really turning into, like, the young show on Bravo. And I think what they're doing with Winter House is great. And I think all of them dating within their group is only even better for the show. Yeah. All rise ships think tides. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so we ship? Um, I need to know more. I okay. do. But also, I don't know these people personally. Like, sometimes when we talk about reality stars, like, I know them in real life. I don't know these two at all. I've met Carl. I don't think I've met Lindsay. Um, but you know what? I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay, cool. So maybe, like, a little canoe that might take us, like, maybe, um, what's it called? The boat that takes the... Dinghy. <laughs> no, there's a more official name. Fricker. The boat that takes you to a yacht? Yeah. A dinghy? No. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> What's the name of the it's small like the boat tea. that takes you to the yacht? Tender. Tender. I, by the way, it didn't even come up. I just remembered it. Yes. From Below Deck. Yes, oh exactly. Oh my did you hear that that, and you probably wouldn't know him, but the I, captain from the very first season of Below Deck, I think his name was Mark, he passed away. I saw that. He was only 65. That's so sad. Very, very sad. 
really sad news. Sorry. Um, Are you ready for our next story? Before you dive in, I just wanted to let everyone know that this next story, that's obviously amazing. I'm not sure what it is, but I know you would just have... It's incredibly you have, amazing. You have amazing taste in stories. Is brought to you by Nuts.com, the best kept secret of savvy snackers across the country. And now... New customers are getting 10% off. So our entire studio, our pantry, is filled with snacks from Nuts.com. Obviously, they sell nuts, but they sell a lot of different candies, dried fruits. It's so good. If you're, like, so over the regular just, like, chips and pretzels, like, you want to get some artisanal snacks. They have amazing shipping, so it comes super fast. All the stuff is so good. Um, It's just, like, different. And also, they're so holiday-friendly. Like, all these things, these rich chocolates and trail mixes, like, perfect spread for the holiday season. Um, If you haven't tried Nuts.com, now is your chance to check them out and get 10% off. The simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious nuts, dried fruits, flowers, and grains, and so many other high-quality foods delivered straight to you. They have over 4,000 products to choose from. We love the white chocolate toffee cashews and the um, honey sesame sticks. They're just things you will never see at a grocery store. They're so much better, more inventive, and a great way to just like stock your pantry with good stuff for yourself and also the holiday season if you have people over. Mm -hmm. They are unbeatable quality. They deliver fresh products fresher than the supermarket, and the delivery is super fast because most orders ship the same day. Um, so if you are a new Nuts.com customer, you want to get 10% off your first order, text TOAST to 64000. That's text TOAST to 64000 to get the 10% off your first order of Nuts.com. TOAST to 64000. Terms apply available at Nuts.com slash terms. Great. Next story, our queen, Jessica Simpson, is celebrating four years of sobriety with a candid photo showing an unrecognized, yeah. unrecognizable version of herself. So on Monday, Jessica Simpson shared a photo of herself from four years ago, her first day without alcohol, and detailed the way she felt the day she decided to begin her sobriety journey. Now, if you read her book, then you are familiar with this day because you are It's familiar. where the book's, it's the center of the book. It's the center of the book. You know, she goes to the kid's school thing and with the And cup. she's very triggered. Yeah, and so you know where she was at. And she said, this person in the early morning on November 1st, 2017, is a recognizable version of myself. I had so much self-discovery to unlock and explore. I knew in this very moment, I would allow myself to take back my light, show victory over my internal battle of self-respect and brave this world with piercing clarity it was really like a heartbreaking post and that picture i mean when you read when you read the book basically the whole book starts at this day the day she decided to get sober and then she goes back in time and forward in time but the the main kind of hook of the book is this day and you picture it in your head of course when you're reading the book and to be honest that's exactly what I pictured it looking like yeah no me too I can't believe it's been four years that's amazing I'm I'm so happy that she's like me too still in this wonderful place and I just want to use this as a reminder um if you haven't read her book yet you absolutely have to absolutely have to one of my biggest regrets is rushing through it because it was just like so big and long and I wanted to talk to you about it and I remember just like rushing through the end Take your time. It's a long book. So, like, you don't have to read it all in one sitting. It's so good. It's full of so much. First of all, if you love pop culture, there's so many John Mayer, Nick Lachey, A-list celebrity stuff that's just, like, gorgeous. But it's also this, like, really honest and, like, deep book about trauma. Her childhood is so interesting. Honestly, when celebrities write about their childhood, like, sometimes I skip right through it. Oh, my God. She grew up in, like, the Bible Belt. She had these crazy stories about her dad's church. Like, it was really good. Like, I loved every part of it. The John Mayer stuff and the Bible Belt stuff. Yeah, I loved every part of it. I read it in like one or two sittings and That's I loved crazy. Re- but I loved reading it that way. Like I couldn't put it down. Like I was so immersed in it. Yeah. And it was a very long and like it's a very well-written book. So it's not like something you just breeze through. It's like every page it's like there's dense. there's a lot of meat to it. 
but it was so, so good. And I would say before her book came out, I wouldn't have called myself like a Jessica Simpson stand. She was just like, you know, one of the pop stars. So mm-hmm. you well, she's my birthday buddy, so I probably right, would have. You had a different connection, but yeah. you don't have to have a pre-existing connection no. with her. You will feel connected through her journey. And I just want to say, I often think about how like one of the pivotal mom- like moments of her career was a chili cook-off. <gasps> yes, but in a really negative no, way. In a, no, in a very negative way, but like, Chili was there for her. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and she talks about that moment. I'm sure you guys have all, have all... You know what's so funny? It's like you remember certain things. So like there was this picture of her wearing these high-waisted jeans. Um, she had gained a little bit of weight and they splattered it everywhere. Like big fat girl, chili cook-off. They were so fucking mean to her. And you remember it and you're like, oh yeah, she was like big. And then I remember like after I read the book, I went and looked at the picture and like she's so normal looking. Like it's not... It's so crazy how you remember things and how everything was sensationalized. And she was a part of that group. Like, we're seeing it play out with Britney and those young uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Miska. Muska. Mickey Mickey Mouse. Mouse. How, like, they were all just, like, pitted against each other. And I thought one of the most interesting parts of the book is, like, how Jessica Simpson, during her time as, like, a pop star, compared herself to the Britneys and the Christinas and like had to do things differently because they were all like the same. They came from similar backgrounds. They were all blonde. They were all pop stars. It's really such a good book and I loved it. Loved. So that's your daily reminder. Oh, and you know, we didn't talk about yesterday how um, when Andy went on the Today Show to announce The Real Housewives of Dubai, he was actually doing press. He has a new book coming out. But it's not like one of his Andy Cohen diaries. It's the quotes. Yeah, it's quotes from, it's like 100 quote, 365 days for 365 quotes of woman I love or whatever. I'm good. Yeah, I, I loved Andy's books. Like all three of them are on my top, I gave them all five stars. I would have loved another book. Yeah, no, this is not that. No, this is like a coffee table book. Yeah. For but like it's, real, ho- like true, true Real Housewives fans. But it's not coffee table book sized. It's kind of lethal. Oh, so it's like probably something they sell at like Urban Outfitters. I saw it on Watch What Happens Live. No, but you could have books on your coffee table or like display books that aren't massive Asuline books. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to get this one. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes. It's the final story. Reminded me, I spent, I was so busy yesterday, like writing out so much material for my show, tickets available at girlthnojob.com slash tour, and working on a project that I think I can just tell everyone, like, I have a new song coming out um, pretty soon. So, when? Uh, I don't know yet, <laughs> but soon. And it's so good. Like, it's just, we really leveled up this time. Like, I'm really excited. Everyone's gonna love it. Obviously, it's like riddled with toast inside jokes. And it's so good. And I'm really proud of it. So That's so exciting. Have you recorded it? No. So it's just been completely written and like built out. And I'm recording it next week. So I'm really excited. Exciting. Are you recording it here? In New York? No. I'm, oh, in New York? Yes. I think you meant no, in this no, studio. No, no. Not unless no. you want the jackhammer on the ones and twos. Uh, you know what? Sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, no, like a full-fledged studio. In New York. The yeah, last yeah, time yeah. like you had to go to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. I, I'm going to LA next week for a wedding. So um, maybe you'll hit up the studio there. I asked the producers, I'm like, is it easier? They're like, it doesn't matter. Because with COVID, everyone recorded songs remotely. That it's actually like easier to record a song remotely with like a producer in your ear. Like, that's what I'll be doing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Well, our fifth story is some more epic music news that everybody's Ooh. looking forward to. The track list for Adele's album 30 is here, and it includes a duet 
with Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton is having the year of collaborations. Literally the two biggest albums of the year are coming out like this and next week, Adele and Taylor Swift, and they both have Chris Stapleton on them. Yeah. Okay, so here are the names of the songs, which just like, if it were anyone else, I wouldn't care, but because it's Adele, I just need every nugget. Or I guess if it was Taylor Swift, you would care. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and if it was Kelly Clarkson, I would care. For sure. We actually did this for Kelly Clarkson. We went song by song. And we did it for Taylor Swift. Okay, cool. When she did Lover. At least we're consistent. Yeah. One, Strangers by Nature. Ooh, Ooh that sounds like a... Uh, you know, you tell me the song lyric, and I'll tell you what I think it sounds like. Okay, okay. and then and then in a week we'll go back and, and listen. Okay, okay, too easy on me, obviously. Mm, let me think. I think it'll probably sound like you know, go easy on me, baby. I don't, I don't just a guess. I don't think so. That doesn't sound like her. <laughs> <laughs> Three, my little love, my little love. Love bug, yeah. Something like that. Cool. Four, cry your heart out. Cry your heart out! That was good. Five, oh my God. Ooh, that's tough. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, God you, you guys. guys. That's it for sure. <laughs> Six, can I get it? Okay, I think it would be like, no, actually, I can't. I can't see this one in my head. You know, I'm, very, I'm a very visual person. Mm -hmm. I can't see it. Seven, I drank wine. Oh, I could see it being like a very British pop, like, I drink wine, 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 wine. Something like that. Yeah. Very Amy Winehouse vibes. Okay. That's Amy. what that was, by the way, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys don't, that was still Claudia <laughs> Don't get it singing. twisted. We didn't just cut to Amy Winehouse. Eight, all night parking with Errol Garner interlude. Okay, so. I don't even know what any of that means. I think it means no lyrics. It's an interlude. Oh. That's so, cool. So you're off, you get this one off. Oh, like, oh, wait. All instruments? Oh, yeah. That's probably what it sounds like. Nine, Woman Like Me, not to be confused with the Little Mix song. No, but by the way, that sounds like it's going to be the best song on the album. I'm a woman. No, no, no. <clears throat> a woman like me. Yeah. That's what I think. And I hope someone doesn't mash up with Woman Like Me. Woman by the way, are you following like at me. all any of this Little Mix drama? Because I'm on Little Mix talk. So I, I was following yet. It's but crazy. It is crazy. It's kind of quieted down. Yes. It was like two weeks or maybe a week or two ago. The girls obviously broke up. Jesse Nelson released like her first song. Every time I talk about Little Mix drama, like everyone comments like, who? So, what? Yeah. So I was like, okay. Hey, let's educate the people. Okay. So Little Mix is the most epic girl band on the planet right now. Yeah, they really are. They're literally the best band ever. They're so great. They're from they're, X Factor. They're from X Factor. They were four girls. We have Perry, Leanne... Jade. Jade and Jesse. A year ago, you might remember when you commented who on our posts that Jesse left the band. And Claudia will tell you she saw it coming. I did. The other three. I did see it. Don't just breeze past that. I did see it coming. Okay, but that's not the We have to get to the point. The other three seem to have like a really great sisterhood. sisterhood. Two of them were pregnant at the same time. They, two of them just gave birth. And so the other three carried forward without Jesse. They never looked back. It was giving very much Zane energy. Like the band was unaffected by the departure. Yes. And also just a fun fact, Perry and Zane 
did used to date for a very long time. Right before just, he started dating Gigi. And that's just something that you should know. Yeah, no, that was actually like... But the, it's not Jermaine she was story. the story. She was the biggest girl band on X Factor UK and then in the UK. He was the biggest boy band, X Factor UK, and then in the UK. And then they were dating and it was actually like perfect. Yeah, but it's not the it's not Jermaine to the story. No. Just a fun fact. So then... So, so the three girls are Little Mix. They've put out an album since. They, they're not letting this slow them down, nor are they letting pregnant. They're doing... The most. The fucking most. And they even have like a new album coming out that's like I think it's been how, like 10 years of Little Mix or something and the album is like old hits new greatest hits greatest hits yeah so fucking good so but by the way part there were a lot of rumors when she left and before she left that there was a big divide between Jesse, the girl who left and Leanne who is the one woman of color in the group okay and Jesse had been accused a lot of times on social media of blackfishing of appropriating black culture and apparently they had you know spoken about it within the group and they really kind of tried to speak to Jesse in a polite and calm manner about this whole thing and Jesse was like having none of it so then her new song she just released her first single yes bad N- bad boy Nicki Minaj is on it yes yeah, so it's Jesse Nelson her first single and the music video came out and it was kind of like everything that people had been upset with about Jesse Nelson about coming to fruition in this music video like it's very provocative in the sense where she's you know really dressing acting looking like she's blackfishing and so it just kind of blew up on social media especially on tiktok that's where i learned about everything mm-hmm. um and it's like i didn't know it was such a big story on tiktok oh because i like was seeing it because i'm a little mixed fan but it, it wasn't everywhere no little mixed talk like it's everywhere i've seen the whole music video Nothing a thousand sounds times better than little mixed talk it's so good and now they're doing like performances like comparing with jesse without like how much better it is without jesse like the little mix fans are shady as fuck and it's okay. it's really like been a wild story Back to the story, though. So then the girls who are still in Little Mix, like, unfollowed Jesse. Mm-hmm. Then Jesse and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has had Jesse's back through this. Through and through. They went on live together. Yeah, there were tweets. Like, and Nicki was just, like, going after Leanne, who is the woman of color in Little Mix. And it was actually, like, really not cool of Nicki Minaj. I didn't like that. They were being mean to Leanne. Because, like, whether wherever you land on this, like, Leanne's a really nice girl. Like, yeah. she's a P-Jow. P- she is. Precious gem of woman. She's a precious gem she, of a woman. She's a P-Jollum. Precious gem of a woman. little mix. So it's just been like this crazy thing. Because when she broke up, when she left the band, it wasn't like the biggest It news. wasn't contentious. They were like Jesse, and she ha- was citing like mental health mm-hmm. concerns and like that the band was no longer good for her mental, mindset. Yeah. And, and all the women were like, supportive. so Jesse. Yeah. We were, su- the fans were supportive. We were like, as long as this means continue little mix, right. you won't hear a peep. So like when a person leaves a girl band, like it's either destructive, Camila Cabello, or not, Zayn and Jesse. Like, you can always tell when the person's leaving if it's going to ruin the band. Yeah. Zayn was, like, 50-50, because Zayn was, like, a lot of people's favorites. Um, but the band, I think, was better without him. Yeah. Um, Camilla, obviously. Like, there was going to be no Fifth Harmony without Camilla. Um, but Jesse, I think I think we could have predicted that the band would remain intact. Yeah. If not better. Sometimes you get better when you trim the fat. Yeah. And also, like, if you don't want to be here... We, we don't, don't want you. Yeah. Yeah. We only want people who are interested in right. Little Mix. Like, right. So if I, if I think if Perry or Leanne left, it would have been destructive. Yes. Yes. So that's the latest on Little Mix. Yeah. Ten. Hold on. Oh, we're still doing this. Hold on. No, that was very giving me very much Broadway. That was giving me like Hodor. Don't be rude. <laughs> Hodor. Don't be rude. That was so rude. I think it was more Broadway. It was very Adina Menzel. It was my lower register and it was really hard to do. 11, to be loved. Oh, to be loved. I'm thinking very like, you know, 
Tony Bennett. Okay. 12, Love is a Game. Love is a Game. I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. <laughs> I mean, what were you doing in the beginning? No, at the beginning, I was really kind of like connecting with my internal musical spirit. Okay. Now I'm just making shit up. Bonus tracks. Bonus tracks. <laughs> <laughs> wild, wild west. Ooh, that sounds good. Sounds so good. Yeah. For uh, Can't Be Together. I'm, and, I'm done guessing, by the way. Okay, and that's fine. And then the last one is Easy On Me with Chris Stapleton. Oh, you're lying. You guys, everyone. Oh, I didn't realize that's where he was. Everyone. Also, I'm sure you saw that um, the special Adele's like one night yeah. only is being filmed at the Griffith Observatory. So not Kensington Palace. And I can't even tell you like how disappointed I am. I'm sorry, but it's not my fault. Like it was a really good guess. Something was filmed at Kensington Palace. People are saying it's Taylor Swift now. I'm just saying. That's what people on the internet are saying. So listen to none of it. But I just like I even if the special is like the best thing I've ever seen, like it won't be good enough because it wasn't what I, I, thought, yeah. I hoped. But I am very much looking forward to it. <sighs> I guess. But still, like the disappointment. I had I no expectations before. and it's, um, just, it's a lot. So process. yeah, he's on Easy On Me. So we already know what that song sounds like. So it'll be cool to hear a different version. And with, with the Red re-recording, obviously we know the song's on Red already, but there are bonus tracks that she's never released. And Chris Stapleton is on one of the bonus tracks. So we don't know what song is... What it's going to sound like. Interesting. We know Easy On Me already. Very, very cool. Easy On Me is aging gorgeously. Like, it's yeah. just getting better and better with every listen. This is going to be a great month for music, everyone. Yeah. Both holiday and, and non-holiday. Holiday and, and miscellaneous. And I think we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, especially because we're about to do Dear Toasters. Which is our advice segment, you guys. If you're ever looking for advice from your two favorite gals on anything, work stuff, relationship stuff, <coughs> toe fungus, scotch it down, Email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. The Dear Toaster segment is brought to you by Papa and Barkley. They understand wanting the absolute best for the people that we care about. So they are the best CBD company. I want to say they're award-winning. They have solutions for pain, stress, sleep, and everyday wellness. And they're and unlike less effective CBD brands, they have an unmatched, clean, chemical-free, whole plant process with proven results. So the whole company was started from a powerful homemade bomb from Papa, uh, Papa and Barkley. Um... And so if you are experiencing pain, I gave actually the um, the bomb to my father-in-law who has really bad back pain. And he said it helped tremendously. If you have pain, topical pain on any part of your body, I would really recommend getting into CBD. We've been talking about CBD for a while and Papa and Barkley is a great company. Their CBD relief bomb delivers hours of comfort with simple plant-based ingredients. In an at-home use test with over 300 participants, users reported a 40% reduction in daily discomfort in just one week of using the bomb. They also have the award-winning CBD oil. The Relief Drops is their fastest metabolizing daily wellness option for easing daily stress, discomfort, and supporting good night's sleep. Papa and Barkley is on a mission to improve lives through CBD in its purest, cleanest possible form. Go to papaandbarkley.com slash toast for 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off for new customers at PAPA. And B A R K L E Y CBD.com, Papa and Barkley CBD.com slash toast for 20% off. Papa and Barkley CBD.com slash toast. Thank you for that, Claudia. Are you okay? I just snuck off really quickly because I have my glucose test. Oh, diabetes? Yeah, pregnancy. And I have my drink with me, like the sugar drink that you have to drink, but it needs to be refrigerated. And I just remembered. So, when's the test? To the, after this oh I drink it like when we wrap and then an hour later I get the test what is it like a needle blood 
Ooh. But you have to drink like this sugary drink that should be chilled, but I, I forgot to chill it. Are so. you going by yourself? Yeah. And you want you to come? come with you? Yeah. What time? Uh, one. Okay, I have a call at one. I'll move it. Okay. okay. Cool. Should we get lunch first? <laughs> no, I can't, can't eat. No. You're lying. No, I can't eat for an hour. Mm, I don't think I can come. <laughs> okay. Hey, Claude and Jack. Hope you guys had a spooky Halloween. I wanted it was to, so spooky. It was. It was beyond spooky. I wanted to write in about this very first, very first world problem I've encountered. I want to preface this by saying I've never been one to... Sp- Sorry. I've never been one to split a plate at dinner or swap clothes with my girlfriends or sisters. So what I'm about to tell you guys is very triggering for me. Okay. One of the... Okay, a month ago... Sorry, I'm like having a hard time reading and speaking. A month ago, we got a party bus for my husband's birthday. One of the wives got soaked on the bus. I'm assuming from spilled beer. But it was never... I thought soaked was like a new word for drunk. Drunk, yeah. But it was never disclosed what the wetness was from. She could have peed her pants for all we know. The couple lived five minutes from us, and rather than going home, it was nearly 1 a.m., they wanted to continue hanging out with us. So this wife demanded I give her some pants to wear. So I found some spandex workout shorts for her to wear. They stayed too long, ended up getting in a huge fight with each other, and leaving. Without her shoes, LOL. This girl got into an Uber without her shoes. The next morning, they had to pick up their car and the shoes and didn't bring my shorts back, which I was thankful for. Like, please, wash them before you bring them back. But here we are a month later and still no shorts. Her husband and my husband are very close and they see each other every week. She and I are not close and I only see her on holidays and outings. What does one do? Her husband literally comes to my house every week. She didn't want to send them over with him any time this past month. I can't help but wonder, where are my shorts? Is she regularly wearing them as if they are her own? Are they being stashed in a drawer somewhere? Have you girls ever encountered something like this? Will I ever see these shorts again? It's not even short season anymore. So I feel like I would come off petty if I just texted her and was like, hey, can I have my shorts back? Clearly, I'm not wearing them anytime soon. But truly, where are they? Sincerely, a shortless toaster. Okay, I mean, if this were me, I really can't relate because if she had like unidentified liquid all over her and she borrowed my shorts, like and she was borrowing anything, I would have given her something that I actually didn't want back something mm-hmm. I'd been looking to get rid of so I wouldn't have to go hounding her down even when I let people borrow stuff like like I never would give away like my nicest things if you come to my house and like you need a sweatshirt and you leave with it I am assuming I'm not getting it back especially if it's like a crotchety pair of biker shorts like please keep your crotch and like and leave, leave she me had those unidentified fluids on them plus I just want to say she is obviously very drunk there's a chance she got home shoeless Woke up the next morning in these shorts, no shoes, has no idea where these shorts are from, and is just moving on with her life. Yeah, I think we need to, you in particular, need to part ways with the shorts. And in, it's a lesson. Like, if, if someone's ever at your house, you offer them up a sweatshirt, shorts, anything. Like, you are giving someone something, and at least this is how I perceive it, without the intention of getting it back. Yeah. I'm giving it to you permanently. Like, it's yours now. Yeah. I mean, you could, if you really want them back, you could ask for them back. I just wouldn't want them back. Like, are you dying for them? Can you just get another pair? Like, what? Would you really wear, and spandex shorts, you know, that touches a lot of areas. It's labia material. It goes in places and stuff. And I, would you really wear them again? Like, is it worth asking for them back? Honestly, I think sharing biker shorts is like sharing underwear. I totally agree. Do you even know if she was wearing underwear? Such a good question. She was so drunk. Maybe she took, if she was soaked, wouldn't she have taken off her underwear? You could run a pair of underwear through a washing machine six times and I still wouldn't put them on if somebody else had put them on. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some things that we don't touch. Yeah. We don't share. So maybe this perspective will like make you realize like you don't even want them back. That's what I'm hoping for. If you still want them back because of the principle because you're not a sharer, which I also understand. Send a text. Yeah, just ask for them back. There's a chance she doesn't know where she got them. But I would recommend just 
say a prayer, say goodbye to the shorts. They're not yours anymore. Yeah, goodbye shorts. Have a good day. All right, next up. Hello, Jackson Claude. Love you both and seeing the growth of the toast. Also, congrats, Jackie, on Little Camper. Longtime listener, first time writing in. I need your advice. I broke up with my boyfriend of two and a half years in August. It was mutual and we ended on good terms. We still talk every now and then, but we've established that there's no future for us as partners. Back in January of 2020, he bought us these... Ma- the Sorry. In 2020, of Jan- January 2020, he bought us these pretty leather and gold Tiffany matching bracelets as a promise to spend our lives together. Classy. He lost his towards the end of our relationship, but I still have mine. Here's where I need advice. Do I keep the bracelet, give it back to him, or sell it? It's a nice $1,400 bracelet. I still have the receipt and the box. To be honest, I'm leaning towards selling it because I will never wear it again due to it representing a promise that no longer exists, and it's not super stylish, lol. I don't want to come across as ungrateful or disrespectful, as that's not my intention, so what would y'all do? With love, a toaster who kind of wants to cash in on heartbreak. I mean, if you don't love the bracelet and you're not going to wear it, then definitely sell it. If... It just is a matter of, like, do you want to keep it or not? I don't know. I think that there's two things. I would love to, like, with this $1,400, if you sold it secondhand, you maybe would get, like, 800 You get, mm-hmm. like, about half. And then it depends where you're selling it. They might take a cut. Right. Like, once you boil it down, whatever the final number is, let's say $600. Like, I don't know your financial situation. Like, would that really, really help? Or would you remain on, like, $600? Great. Because, I don't know. I know right now it's, like, fresh. But I think it's nice to, like, collect things from former lovers. Like, you know, when you're 80, you're telling your grandkids, like, yeah, I used to be this hot bitch. Look, this man bought me a $1,500 bracelet. If you don't need to sell it, I know it's kind of tough right now, but, like, throw it in a box full of mementos. And I just think it's, like, nice to keep things that... Once meant something to you. Yeah. I agree with that. I do agree. I was just going to say, like... If you enjoyed the bracelet, I would say keep wearing it, even though it doesn't mean what it once did. I don't think she enjoys it. She, she said doesn't. It was ugly. She said it was unfashionable, yeah. which is quite quite, quite harsh. Um, but I agree. If you don't need to sell it, you could always sell it down the line if you need to. But it, it is nice to keep mementos from relationships past, especially since this seemed like it was a very serious one. Yeah, and it just I feel like maybe you're thinking about this now because like the feelings are still fresh, and you just want to like get rid of all mementos but I don't know there's something to be said about just keeping burying it in your closet keeping a box of things that remind you of people who used to love you yeah it's not like he you know cheated on you you broke up amicably I would keep it yeah I agree but you don't have to wear it and you could always then sell it if your decision to keep it is bothering you or you need the cash yeah all right this third one is an update finally we are hearing from a girl she said I wrote in earlier this summer regarding my friends constantly talking about babies anytime we're together Well, here's the update. I confronted my friends on day one of the girls' weekend, which was a terrible idea. I don't remember this one, do you? No. Okay, maybe she'll remind us. My friends felt personally attacked, started crying, and couldn't understand why I was feeling this way. So needless to say, I slept with one eye open, and I was afraid they would murder me with a breast pump or something of the sort. The next morning, I heard all the girls in the dining room eating breakfast, and I went up to apologize. As soon as I started, one of the girls interrupted me and apologized smash we talked about what you said last night and we agree with what you said we never realized how constantly talking about our kids would impact you i was shocked long story short after a few mimosas and wine tours the gal pals were back together and reminiscing about the good old days and to everyone's shock our friend announced that she was pregnant can't wait to listen to this can't wait to listen to this birth story and her baby's milestones for the next year signed the best auntie who has her friends back so i guess if i recall it correctly like this girl's one of the only girls in the group who doesn't have kids and it's like fucking in a way like can we talk about something else so she told everyone of course the mamas were offended at first but you know what they molded over and this is the lesson here and this is what we're always saying communication is the key saying how you're feeling if you feel like it's worth it get it off your chest but yeah 
sometimes it's not worth it. So sometimes, yeah, it's knowing whether or not it's worth it, and that's that's where what the magic do, lies. That's what we do here. Yeah, and sometimes like you think you're so right, and then you hear it from another perspective. I remember this the last time we did Dear Toasters, a girl wrote in like thinking she was a hundred percent right, but when we are totally unbiased, third party, non affiliates, and it's like we probably are leaning towards taking your side. Just right. know that, like we're ready to take your side. So if we are saying like you're wrong. We're saving you all the trouble of like making a big stink about something, and your friends are like, "No, nah, bitch, you're wrong." Yeah. But you know what? This girl was right. She was entitled to her feelings, and everyone worked out in the end. And that's what we call a happy ending here at the Morning Toast. You love to see it. And speaking of happy endings, that is the end of our show. That is the end of our show. Also, it is election day, so make sure you oh, get yeah. out. What and is vote. it? Primary? No, midterm. It's mayoral in is it New November. York? Oh my god, it's November. It's legit election day. It's so weird. Like it's election the day first when it's not Tuesday in November. Oh my god. I literally thought not this was like a midterm. Con- oh, we're gonna have a new mayor. We're gonna have a new mayor. Oh my god. Okay, I'm, I'm going was, out to vote. When Ben was here, we were talking about it. By the way, I just got like so like I just had an existential <laughs> crisis. Like I did not realize it was November. We've been talking about a new mayor for so long. You guys, please go out and vote. Like Well, please. regardless of whether they go out and vote or not, oh, we're, we're still, still getting, getting a new mayor. mayor. So stay home. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that was a joke. Go out and vote. There's a lot of local things up on your ballot. So get out the vote. Um, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So we have to listen to podcasts. Find us Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And if you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. You were a part of the Society Season 2, full of real toasters who actually listened to the end of the episode. And we really appreciate you. So to let us know that you are one of the appreciated ones, why don't you head over to our most recent Instagram and drop an emoji. Do the emoji. There's that new one with the bandage on it, like that white bandage, for all the love lost between Sarah and John B. Have a great day. <laughs> I don't know the emoji, but I'll find you don't? it. No, you'll show us. Yeah. Bye. Bye.